Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from the past. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. Now, as we review these throwbacks, remember many of these recordings were made over a decade ago. I just ask that you keep that historical context in mind. Today in 2020, there's a vastly different consciousness. Risk has always asked our storytellers to err on the side of not being too cautious, to speak in as unfiltered a way as possible. That said, we also want our storytellers to be compassionate in their storytelling. But even in stories where you hear an overall compassionate context to the sharing, you might still notice some moments that strike you as cringeworthy today. A lot of these storytellers, and myself as the host of some of the oldest episodes, would probably have handled those moments differently today. As always, the title of the series, Risk, is itself a trigger warning. This week, a story that Ben Grant first shared on the podcast in November of 2011. Here's Ben now with a story we call Them Boys. I don't know if I believe in ghosts or not. I always kind of want to see one. And I grew up on ghost stories. Christmas after dinner, Thanksgiving after dinner, you know, eventually when it got dark, people would tell ghost stories. That, that's, that, I just thought that's what every family did. And I think that's a Southern thing. Uh, I know other Southern people who, who grew up with that same kind of, the ghosts were just part of the conversation. And, and everybody at least knew somebody who knew somebody who had seen a ghost. And, and you, would, you would tell these stories. And it, it's a great way to grow up. Really, really interesting. So I am from a very southern family in a very small town, Murfreesboro, Middle Tennessee. My grandparents' house, uh, my mom's mom and dad, was haunted. Everybody had weird little ghost stories about it. My uncle, Tom Baskin, who's sober, sober fellow, he's like an NRA volunteer fireman, not a kook, you know, very smart man. 
said that one time he came to the house during the day, and I guess he was the first one there, and Mima and Papa weren't there. And when he pulled up, the front door was wide open, which would never happen. You know, my, my, my grandfather, it's a safe town, totally safe town, but my grandfather really believed that air conditioning was not free, and you, you close the doors always. And so when he saw the door open, he thought, murder. And he, and then afterwards, I mean, he told me, he said he has no idea why he thought that. He's not, you know, he's a big macho guy, Murfreesboro is safe, but he said he thought murder and was terrified. And then he shook it off and he walked in and he closed the front door. And when he closed the front door, he heard a window open. And so he thought there was a burglar in the house. And so he ran to the back and the window was open, but there was a screen. It was, there, there was a screen over the window. And he listened, and there was nobody in the house. And he walked into the kitchen, and he said, Is somebody here? And one of the kitchen chairs scooted back from the table and tipped over on the floor. I totally believe them. I believe that that happened. When I was in the house, once, we were sitting around in the den with my grandfather and my brother, and my grandfather was deaf as a post, uh, never wore hearing aid, and he could barely hear. And we were sitting there watching baseball, and it sounded like all of the kitchen cabinets fell. Like it was this incredibly loud crash of pots and pans and glasses. And we looked at each other, and Papa said, Ah, you didn't hear that. That happens all the time. And we ran up into the kitchen and everything was fine. There was nothing amiss. My brother's kid, Spencer, gave me, uh, when she was five and a half years old, she gave me a Bible for Christmas as a gift. And she wrote in it, "Uh, Uncle Ben, I hope you have a Merry Christmas I hope this Bible protects you when you get scared. Hold on tight. I've seen Spencer do two really creepy things. Um, My brother says Spencer sees things all the time. That it's happened at least half a dozen times that she's seen strange things. And I was here for the one, and we were in Roan Mountain out in my brother's front yard, and Spencer was about seven. And she was uh, playing with all her cousins, and she stopped in the middle of playing and turned towards the woods and said, there's Granny Boo. Bye, Granny Boo. And we all like kind of looked around. Granny Boo was her grandmother on my sister-in-law's side, who was currently, Spencer did not know this, uh, in the hospital in Nashville. And we got the call about five minutes later that Granny Boo had just died, about when Spencer saw Granny Boo in the woods and said goodbye to her. One time when we were in Mima and Papa's house, uh, the haunted one, Spencer was in the back taking a nap, and I think we were down with Papa watching TV, and Spencer screamed. I thought she'd gotten stung by a bee. Uh, was the type of scream it was. It was super, super loud and piercing and screaming. We ran back there, and Spencer met us about halfway down the house, and she was bawling, and she was not that young. She was about like eight or nine, maybe. She said, uh, there's a man in there, there's a man in there, there's a man in there, there's a man in there. 
Uh, so my brother and I put her in the den, and I grabbed the axe from the garage, and we went into the bedroom because we thought there was a guy in there. And there was nobody in there. And the way the house is set up, there's no other way out of the house from the bedroom area without going out through the kitchen. Um, so nobody could have gone out. And so we looked around the house. We looked in the uh, closets, and there was, there was nobody in there. So we figured she had a nightmare. And she still, to this day, cries when she remembers it. She says, uh, there was a guy. He, he was all black. You couldn't see his face. You couldn't see his face. And he was standing in the door with his head tilting up against the door frame at a weird angle and he was standing at the door and um, looking at her and we said well if you couldn't see his face how was he looking at you and she said he I just knew I just knew and when she woke up this guy was standing there in the house and we asked Spencer if she'd seen the guy before and she said she'd seen him three times and every time he got closer I asked my grandmother before she died, why do you think there's so many ghost stories in Murfreesboro? We knew enough people with ghost stories that I was being kind of a, a dick about it and saying like, well, like how can, how can there be so many ghosts around here? And Meemaw, who was Church of Christ, said without even hesitating or stopping washing dishes, she said it's because all them boys died in the river. That, that is a reference to the Battle of Stones River, which was a Civil War battle Christmas of 1864, where 1,800 men died in an hour. The South was chasing the North. The North was retreating, and they crossed the river, and the North went up this big, tall hill around the other side of the river, and the North stopped retreating and turned their cannons around at this hill, so they were facing right down into the river. The South did not know this, and so as the Southern Army just ran into this river, boom, 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 boom. Like the, the Northern Army just killed all of them. The river was red with blood all the way to Memphis. And people would come home from the fields from farming and find that men had crawled into their beds and died and crawled across the floor and like sat with their head in the icebox and died. That, that, that there were dead men all over the place. And that's why Meemaw said Murfreesboro was, was so haunted. Uncle Tom will never, ever, ever go in there alone. And I believe him. My grandmother made my grandfather carpet the kitchen floor so that she wouldn't have to listen to the chairs moving around at night. And my papa did not waste money on things like carpet unless it was necessary. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.